Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I am your host, Kylie Gable, with an urgent plea. If I can just get 10 people listening to this podcast to donate $1,000 per month, I could retire from my current job and retire very comfortably um, just doing this podcast. I promise it would be even better if, if I was making $120,000 a year to do it. But since I am not, welcome anyway. And yeah, I'm just fed up with my regular job right now. And sometimes when that happens, it's kind of a good idea to just kind of retire back into excitement, feminization, female domina- domination, and fantasies of all of those things. So uh, this week's podcast... A wonderful story written, not by me, but by Mistress DJ and narrated by Mistress DJ. It's got our usual kinks of feminization and female domination, and it also has just a touch of rubber fetish as well. It's called Rubber Maid, which I think she got as a pun on the, you know, Tupperware type brand, Rubber Maid. And um, I hope you'll enjoy it. It's a pretty good story. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's called Rubbermaid by Mistress DJ. Rubbermaid, written by Mistress DJ and Kylie Gable. Published by Candy Apple Press. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Liam found himself in quite a predicament. Having worked at Bed Bath & Beyond since graduating high school, he found himself out of work. It had been a rough run for the company during COVID, and company-wise, they decided that laying off mid-management would be best for the company's long-term financial success. Liam had purchased a home prior to the announcement of the layoff, so this was quite a blow. While the company was doing what it needed to stay afloat, this, of course, caused a hardship for employees. While many places were hiring, replacing his six-figure salary wasn't going to be easy. Fortunately, Liam had a month's notice and began putting out his resume and curriculum vitae at major manufacturers that the store carried. He applied for Canon Linens, Keurig, Dyson, and Rubbermaid. He figured he might as well aim high as his MBA should help get some responses. A week after applying to many places, he received a few of those thank you for your application, however, letters. Some companies he never heard back from, but Rubbermaid offered him an interview, and honestly, the income was comparable to what he was currently making. While he never thought of himself as a company man type, he was glad for the opportunity. He set an appointment for an interview and waited for the following Wednesday. Arriving 15 minutes early, they seemed to have segregated applicants into groups. Liam wondered what the reasoning was behind the groupings, but figured there were likely many different openings within the company. He was in his assigned group and waited until the HR manager for his group led them on a tour. My name is Nicole, the perky brunette announced. Welcome to Rubbermaid. As you may or may not know, we're owned by Newell Brands. Rubbermaid began in 1920 manufacturing toy balloons. The second product to come from Rubbermaid was a blue dustpan, and the rest is history. Rubbermaid makes 90% of the products in the United States. She continued leading the group on a tour of the factory, offices, and the rest of the complex. As the tour ended, Nicole summed up the tour with, You were selected for your management skills, and we will be hiring four of you from this group. Liam looked around at the group of seven and decided he liked those odds. The group sat in a lobby, awaiting their individual interviews. 
Liam was the third person called. He left feeling the interview went well and was informed he would hear one way or another by Friday. He went to work at Bed Bath & Beyond on Thursday, and the days seemed to drag on. When he got home, he noticed he had a voicemail. It was Nicole from Rubbermaid. The voicemail informed him that he was hired and would be working in rubber goods and latex division, and his start day would be the 15th. He was happy as he could give two weeks to Bed Bath & Beyond, and was excited about his future with Rubbermaid. Two weeks flew by. Liam reported to Rubbermaid bright and early Monday morning. He went to the main office where he'd been hired. He noticed upon arrival that the staff had to be at least 75% female. He was glad to see that the once very traditional company was doing well keeping up with the times. He met Brianna, who is the manager he'd be replacing as she was leaving to start a family. She walked him through his first morning, and then they broke for lunch in the central cafeteria. Liam was impressed with the perks of the job. Lunch was delicious, the cafeteria was very comfortable, and Brianna shadowed him the rest of the day. When Liam got ready to leave for the day, Brianna let him know that she'd be working with him the rest of the week. She also informed him that she'd be leaving the following week and he'd be flying solo. The next day, Liam got to begin setting up his office. He was going to be manager of the biggest division at Rubbermaid, only answering to the president of the company. He went to the resources office and picked out a desk, chair, and some decorations to fix up his office. They also made him a nameplate for both his door and his desk. By the time it hit lunchtime, his office was all set up. The rest of the day, Liam and Brianna went around meeting everyone that would be answering to Liam, from factory workers on the floor to the marketing department and everyone in between. Liam knew how to do the dance between workers and management. He was a people person and used the upside-down pyramid theory when it came to corporate strategy. The entry-level workers were at the top, as without them, there'd be no product to sell. Next was mid-management, and so on. It was a policy that many great companies had utilized, and he figured he could bring that mindset to Rubbermaid as well. The rest of this week went fairly smoothly. There was a staff meeting on Friday, combined with a farewell party for Biana. It doubled as an opportunity for Liam to meet the remaining staff, as well as upper management. The president of the division wasn't there, but Liam was informed that she had selected his resume and CV herself. He was humbled to hear that the president had chosen him over other applicants. The meeting and the farewell party went well, and everyone got to leave an hour early. Come Monday, Liam would be on his own, but he felt prepared for the job. The weekend flew by as weekends tend to do. Liam spent most of it making sure his suits were clean, pressed, and ready for Monday. He also connected his direct deposit and contacted his mortgage company, asking for a week extension. Monday morning came. Liam was in his office 30 minutes early. His assistant, Brenda, brought in the coffee cart and asked what he'd like. Regular coffee, light and sweet, please, Liam said. Two sugars and enough milk to get it to paper bag brown. Brenda handed him a big mug, and he took a sip and said, Very nice. Thank you, Brenda. Will there be anything else, Brenda asked? When would you like to get together to go over the schedule? How about 10, Liam responded. He needed to get his email set up, as well as make sure he had all of the contacts he needed at the ready. Very good. I will come back at 10, Brenda responded, turning on her heel and leaving his office. While setting up his contacts and email, Liam found a welcome letter from the president of the division. It read, Dear Mr. Zuko, welcome to Rubbermaid. I personally selected you out of the numerous resumes received due to your skill set, degree, and apparent company loyalty. We need solid people at Rubbermaid as we continue our success story. I will be out of the office until Wednesday and will look forward to meeting you then. Your assistant Brenda will be a big help. 
She's been here nearly 10 years and knows the company and people very well. Utilize her knowledge and she will be a strong resource. Glad to have you on board. London Chase, president of Rubber and Latex Rubbermaid. Liam read the welcome note and was pleased with himself, but the name of the president caught his eye. No way, he thought to himself. I knew a girl named London, and spelled like that too, but her last name was Byers. He thought back to how he'd really done the other London kind of dirty. They had many classes together their senior year of high school, and during the summer at Pinecrest Community College as well. They'd flirted back and forth during that summer of junior college, to the point that they'd actually set a date for the summer jam at the lake. This was an event held every year at the college to welcome all new students. It was quite the weekend. There was live music, bonfires, and barbecue. But two hours before he was to pick up London, he went to Dutch Brothers Coffee, where he met Jen. Oh, Jen, that curvy blonde with a wicked smile and dripping with sensuality. Needless to say, he was a no-show to London, and he spent the weekend in with Jen. Liam sighed as he moved the email to the important folder. So many years ago, but I'm sure that's not her. At 10 a.m. precisely, his assistant Brenda lightly knocked on the door. Mr. Zuko, she asked, cracking the door and peeking in. It's Liam, please, he responded. Please come on in, Brenda, right on time. Another coffee, sir, Brenda asked. No, I'm fine, thank you, but please help yourself, he gestured towards the coffee cart. Brenda grabbed a water out of the ice bucket and sat back down and began running through the schedule. To Liam, it sounded like a bunch of meetings with higher-ups, but no actual work. He'd always been a bit of a boots-on-the-ground guy, so this holding meetings all day was new to him. As the briefing concluded, Brenda reminded him that he had lunch with a purchaser from Japan, and they would be dining at Kyoto, the trendy restaurant downtown. Suits were required, but shoes must be removed. Looking down at his ugly dress socks, he sighed. Don't worry, sir. I mean, Liam, I'll be right back. Brenda practically jogged out to her desk and returned with some new silk dress socks. These you might find more appropriate. Thank you, Brenda, he shyly smiled. You really are a lifesaver. Well then, I'll set up an Uber to be here in five minutes. Here's the notes on the Japanese company, and you'd better get downstairs. Brenda handed him a manila folder and shooed him out the door. The Uber was waiting by the time he got downstairs. During the trip to Kyoto, he thought what a blessing this position was. It came at just the right time. The pay was great, the job was easy, and the perks were fantastic. Plus, he had an amazing assistant that was quickly becoming like his right hand. The meeting was a success. A huge deal was struck with three major chains picking up the whole kitchens and houseware section. There was also a purchase order put in for $20 million for their online endeavors. Liam was very excited about the agreement. It was the largest agreement he'd ever been a part of, much less one of the major players. He made a point to keep his cool exterior, though, displaying confidence throughout the lunch. When he got back from lunch, Brenda suggested he email the president to let her know about the deal. He figured that would be a good idea, considering he'd hand-selected him herself. He sat down and composed an email to Ms. Chase. Dear Ms. Chase, I am pleased to inform you that the meeting with Makago Industries couldn't have gone any better. After a lunch meeting with Mr. Makago himself, we sealed an agreement of three major chains, 827 stores, picking up our wares. Not only that, but he agreed to a $20 million purchase order for their online storefronts. I guess I've earned my keep for this week, at least. I look forward to meeting with you, and I'm very excited to be a part of Rubbermaid. Sincerely, Liam Zuko. He noticed that the email had been delivered and read, but received no response. Liam shrugged it off that she was a busy woman with a lot on her plate and continued his day. The rest of the week went smoothly. 
During the weekend, Liam found himself looking forward to Monday. Most people dread Mondays, but Liam was really enjoying this new position. It seemed as if this position just fell into his lap. Monday morning arrived, and Liam went into work. He wore a dark gray suit and a mint-colored dress shirt. Brenda was all abuzz as Miss Chase was going to be coming into the office this morning. She brewed coffee, sat out multiple kinds of tea, and placed out bakery goods as well. Liam got there a half hour early and got coffee and a bagel. When 9 a.m. hit, Liam heard a voice call for Brenda to come to the meeting room. About 15 minutes later, a voice he didn't recognize came over the intercom. Mr. Zuko, please come down to the conference room. He gathered his briefcase and his coffee mug and headed down to the conference room. When he entered the room, he noticed the look on Brenda's face was a bit of a glower, and there was palpable tension in the air. He took a seat at the table, and as the president turned around, he realized it was indeed that London. Not only that, her assistant was that Jen. He realized that the situation coming full circle couldn't possibly have a good outcome for him. Liam, London began. Long time no see. Since you've always been a bright boy, I'm certain you're realizing how fucked you are in this very moment. Liam sat there gobsmacked and afraid to move. You need to understand this, she chided coldly. Women talk. We talk about life, about men, about really everything. Jen's been working here for many years, and we buried the hatchet long ago. Now, as far as you're concerned, what would make you think it's okay to ditch, or a ghost, as they say nowadays, me on the summer jam weekend? I, uh, I, uh, uh, Liam grunted out. That's what I thought, Linda continued with the verbal assault. Look, Liam, you now find yourself in a very precarious situation. Believe me, I really put Jen to the fire when she first arrived, until I heard the whole story. The whole story. Liam questioned before getting cut off. Yes, the whole story, London admonished. Turned out Jen knew nothing of me. She was actually a second victim to your crimes of douchery. So what do you suggest we do about it? Any ideas, Mr. MBA? She raised her left eyebrow in a way that chilled him to his core. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry, London. I mean, Miss Chase. He sounded like he was about to cry. I'm sorry I got you involved as well, Jen. I was young and dumb. London shot him an icy glare. That won't do, but welcome to Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid. Huh? Liam was confused. We are the rubber and latex specialists of the world, Jen said, piping up. You are in charge of that very division. Therefore, in order to make amends for your past misdeeds, you will be the company's Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid? Like a mascot? Liam was clueless. Sort of. Only after lunch every day, London spoke like a teacher to him. Brenda will pick you a latex rubber maid's outfit, and you will not only be the maid of the division, but every day you will personally serve either myself, Jen, or Brenda. Maybe all three. My, how the tables have turned, Brenda grinned. I never would have pegged you as a douchebag in your former life. No way, Liam began protesting. You can't make me do this. Oh, you're right, Lily, I can't, London teased. But you also don't have to continue your employment here. Since your mortgage payments are so high and you need this income, wait, how do you know about my financial situation, Liam balked. Oh, I have many friends all over the place, London answered calmly. I know more about you than you can imagine. So, either you're the resident Rubbermaid of Rubbermaid, or you can see yourself out. Fine, Liam pouted like a child. But for how long? Until we collectively feel you've learned your lesson, Jen barked at him. So after lunch, you and me, we have a date to shop for maid clothes, Brenda teased. Just kidding. We have a big closet with everything you'll need. You're dismissed for now. I'll call you if I need you. London's mood was frigid. 
Liam made his way back to the office. Brenda, he asked, will you get me a coffee? You can't be serious, Brenda snorted. While you're getting your coffee, get mine. I take mine with three creams. Liam shook his head in disbelief at the situation, but he made Brenda a coffee. Lunchtime came and went, and Liam found himself heading towards the storage area with Brenda. I think today we'll start with pink, Brenda chirped. You will serve Miss Jen today afterwards. Brenda found a pink latex maid's outfit, complete with hot pink stockings and a bright pink bow for his head. There were shoe covers that went over his loafers. The shade was magenta, but the outfit was clearly modeled after a French maid outfit. Once dressed, Brenda sent him to the cleaning supply closet and let him know that at 3 p.m. he was all Jen's. Before she sent him on his way, she took a dozen pictures with her cell phone. Insurance policy, Brenda chided. After a couple hours of cleaning, Liam began to wonder if it was worth it. He could probably get hired somewhere else, but the pay is good and so are the perks, he thought to himself. As it hit 3 p.m., he put the supplies away and headed toward Jen's office. When he got into Jen's office, he was not only shocked to see her sitting behind the desk, but a wooden paddle with holes was on display on the desk. Hello, Liam. She spoke slowly and with intention. Liam swallowed hard. Hello, Jen. No hot pink lipstick to match? Come over here and sit down, Jen instructed. She put a very liberal amount of Maybelline's fuchsia for me and had Liam blot, then applied another coat. She took surgical glue and applied Kiss eyelashes to both his eyes. Then she had press-on nails by Kiss and Magenta that she also glued on. Much better, she exclaimed, examining her work. Now, Liam, she began, it reminded him of the old days in the principal's office. What you did back in our college days was unacceptable. It haunts London to this day. I vowed to her that if we ever got the chance, I'd make it up to her. Today's that day. Bend over the desk. What? No. What the fuck, Jen? I thought we were cool. Though he tried to protest, he was beginning to realize he was pretty well at her mercy. Let me make this simple for you, Liam. When you filled out your agreement here at Rubbermaid, you entered into a year-long agreement. You must stay employed here for a year to continue at your current salary. I'm sure you don't want to lose that, right? Jen was merciless. No, but... Liam began to protest again. No, ma'am, she corrected him. You'll be working here for at least a year. I'm certain that for your financial well-being, you'll find that complying with what we ask is in your best interests. Now I believe to drive the point home that what you did back in college was wrong, corporal punishment is in order. He began to protest, but he realized with having refinanced his house, his new car, and other monthly expenses he needed to keep his position, he decided that even though this was humiliating and unpleasant, he could do it for a year. Jen picked up the paddle. Hike the skirt up, rubber maid, she commanded. As Liam did so, she rested her hand on the small of Liam's back, pushing it into the desk. Then, whack! As the paddle came down on his ass, it made quite the slapping noise. She continued with this until she had spanked him with the paddle thirty times. Now say thank you for the correction. Thank you, Liam muttered. Finish cleaning my office, take out the trash, and water the plants. After that, you may get me a cup of coffee and move on to your appointment with Brenda. Jen took her place behind her desk and resumed paperwork. Liam went about tidying the office, his buttocks feeling like it was on fire. Taking out the trash was no easy chore either, as the garbage chute was located on the other end of the office floor. After watering the plants and straightening up, he asked Jen how she liked her coffee. He went to the coffee cart and made it to taste. He also put a couple of macaroon cookies on the plate. He remembered she liked them. Very good, she praised him. I see you paid attention at least a little bit. 
Macaroons are my favorite kind of cookie. Now, I'll see you tomorrow. Time for your appointment with Brenda. He walked to Brenda's cubicle, feeling every shift of his hips and the burning of his buttocks. You're next, Liam asked Brenda as he walked up. Oh, good. I was ready for a break, Brenda said happily. Go get my coffee, and I saw there were jelly donuts. Bring me one of those as well. Then I need you to go to the vending machine one floor down and get some banaka. Banaka? Out of all Brenda had just said, breath spray stood out to Liam. Yes, we're going to play a rousing game of kissy sissy, Brenda smiled. But first, coffee. And that was about half of The Rubbermaid by Mistress DJ. And a little bit of help from me, but in this case, definitely a lot more DJ than Kylie. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We're going strong, but about a month and a half is all we have left before I take that month break in November. And uh, hopefully we'll be finishing strong with audios from Jen and Raina and Shayla, who we haven't heard from a while, and she's probably been the most prolific narrator on this podcast. I am really lucky to have some great uh, narrators. Um, you know, I'm thrilled with the job London's been doing. I, I hope we can get her to do a longer one. Um, as long as you keep listening and uh, let those narrators know that you're, you're loving what they're doing, I'm pretty sure we can keep them going. So thanks again for, for listening. Um, This is Kylie Gable. I'll be back next week, and I hope you will be too. Take care.